Listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. We are a general interest independent bookstore located in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, we've had to close our store and cancel in person events. But Skylight is your neighborhood bookstore, and we are finding ways to create community even while we're far apart. In the coming weeks, we'll be putting out lots of new audio content to help you discover new books connect with authors, and check in with your favorite booksellers. To learn more about how you can help keep Skylight alive, please visit our website at skylightbooks.com or check out our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello. Hey. Hey, hey, we've already been talking for a while, but hello again. Hello again, Maddie. How are you today? Um, I'm doing all right. Um, listening to the beautiful sounds of the recycling crew dumping lots of cans and bottles into their trucks. So be wary that you may hear that. Nature returning to Los Angeles. <laughs> we are the virus. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, welcome everyone to the first episode of the Hansel bookseller series uh new little uh bit coming to you from the skylight books podcast series uh, my name is mikoleski i'm the podcast producer for skylight and i'm here with uh maddie gobo i am the events manager uh i'm also um, a bookseller <laughs> as are we all um, are we all yeah so this is a little weird for us I mean, it's a little weird for everyone, but this isn't our usual gig. We usually just record author events and we push them to you and we call it a day. But, <laughs> Maddie, we can't actually do that right now. <laughs> yes, our store is closed uh, and we have canceled events for the spring and we'll probably go on canceling them into the summer and perhaps the fall. So, <laughs> we have- canceling stop? <laughs> <laughs> it's never stopping. Uh, so we have decided to go fully virtual um, and we have come up with a lot of different new kind of digital literary content that will be beaming straight into your phones and computers very soon. Um, and that this podcast is one of those new digital options that we're working on. Yeah, it's going to be the hand cell, which is this that you're listening to right now. It's basically the little bookseller podcast coming to you live from the, not live, but coming to you slowly from the, the mouths of the booksellers that work at Skylight and managers and event staff and possibly maybe some other indie talent around the country, right? And then we're also going to have the Skylit series, which are our 
virtual author events that the authors are going to be recording from their homes. Yeah, so our idea was um, if we can't bring you all into the store to have a big party for books, um, we will be bringing you to the authors directly in their rooms with their children and their cats. Um, it's going to be intimate. It's going to be weird. Uh, each episode will be different because it will be determined by what the author wants to do. So you might get a lecture, you might get a reading, you might get a wacky meditation session, you might get, um, you know, cameos from children. We have no idea what is coming and we're very excited about it. Um, yeah, and then the idea for the hand sell was we wanted to put our booksellers front and center in this time because, um, you know, we are all minimum wage workers. Um, we are not able to make money in our traditional way of selling you books. So um, we want to just show you who we are outside of the store and um, what we're talking about and thinking about. And we wanted to have a space where we could kind of imagine what book selling might look like once we come through this crisis. Um, and uh, we also are hoping that we can expand those conversations outside of Skylight to other indie bookstores um, so that we can all kind of talk together and support each other through this time. Which I need, personally. <laughs> the only thing that gets me through the week is the Zoom conversations that I'm having with my fellow booksellers. Um, so hopefully it helps everyone else. And uh, hopefully we're going to have a couple other ways for us to connect and for community to support Skylight in this time of trouble. But uh, save that for a little later. So what this is going to look like this first episode, we're going to have our general manager, Mary, start us off with a little update on the Skylight Bookstore and where we stand. And then Maddie, you've got a little update for us. That's right. Um, from the events team. And then we'll close out with a couple uh, book recommendations from our booksellers. We got Lane and Sydney calling in to let us know what they're reading and what they think you should be reading, um, which is, I think, the point of book selling. That's what, <laughs> that's what we do. So uh, that's what we love. And uh, hopefully that helps you out. And uh, you mentioned before that you might hear some background noise. Um, not all of us have access to super fancy podcast equipment like we're used to. So you may hear some background noise, some maybe not so great audio quality. We apologize. Most of us are recording from the voice memos in our phone. We're recording this on a Skype call right now. <laughs> yes. So it's going to be very homemade, made with love. Um, there, there might be some rough edges, but um, we will get better at this as we go on. Um, so we hope you'll keep listening. Um, I Before we kind of head on to our next segment, I'm just curious, Mick, what are you reading? I've been reading like a lot of Calvin and Hobbes. And yes. it's a very, I mean, it's, it's like the perfect comfort food. And right now I don't want anything that's like too existentially depressing um, for obvious reasons. And Calvin and Hobbes is just like the perfect mix of warmth and bite to keep me, I think, motivated and emotional, relatively emotionally happy this week what about you 
Uh, I've been listening to the audiobook of Parable of the Talents. Uh, I listened to Parable of the Sower last weekend and scared myself silly. Um, <laughs> Octavia Butler is quite the risk. She's she's an oracle, um, and she has no regard for your feelings. Um, <laughs> she's just telling you the truth. Um, I highly recommend uh, the audiobook. The Parable of the Sower audiobook is narrated by the wonderful Lynn Thigpen. Um, it's fantastic, uh, totally immersive, and you can get it from Libro FM and support Skylight Books. Um, Libro FM is uh, an independent audiobook retailer, um, and portions of their proceeds go to indie bookstores. So you can either select Skylight as your beneficiary or your local store. Um, it's a great way to spread the love. Yeah, love that. Awesome. Yeah, Octavia Butler, you can't really go wrong, and Libro FM, you can't go wrong. So there you go. That's All right. right, shall we uh, toss it to Mary now for our first segment? Let's do it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Mary, the general manager here at Skylight Books, with an update on how the store is doing. We are closed for the duration of the Safer at Home order, and our staff is working from home. But we are still taking orders on our website, skylightbooks.com. These orders really help us pay our many bills, so thank you to everyone who's already placed an order. All the book orders are being processed and shipped by our primary book distributor, Ingram. Ingram is working hard to ramp up this program quickly and process these individual online orders on behalf of most indie bookstores in the country while practicing social distancing in their warehouses. These unusual circumstances have caused some delays, though, either with backordered books orders being split and shipping from two different warehouses, or just delays in the packing and shipping process. So your order may take a little longer to get to you than the usual shipping estimates for media mail or UPS ground would indicate. If your order is more than a couple days overdue, you can email orders at skylightbooks.com and someone on our team will look into it for you. As for non-book orders, we are processing new gift card and membership orders from home, and those orders are especially helpful to us these days. Gift cards are sort of like small loans to the store that you can redeem for books when we reopen. And memberships, while they can't be used right now on website orders, are a great way to invest in our future. We're working hard to make sure we come out strong on the other side of this crisis. In addition to website orders, we're applying for an SBA loan and working with our partners in publishing on payment plans for our invoices. It's definitely stressful trying to navigate the sudden closure of our store and the accompanying huge drop in sales, but we know that with the support of our community and a helping hand from the SBA, we can make it through this. Thank you for being a part of that community. I look forward to seeing you in the store when we reopen. Hi there. I'm Maddie Gobo, events manager at Skylight Books. So we're very sad that we had to cancel all of our in-store events for the spring, but we are not to be discouraged. Uh, my team and I have been hard at work putting together uh, new podcast content, uh, Instagram readings, and lots of other creative virtual gatherings. Next week, we'll have new podcast episodes with Felicia Angeja Viator, author of To Live and Defy in LA, Nguyen Phan K. Mai, author of The Mountains Sing, and Zan Romanoff author of Look. We're also working on a series of bookseller conversations. We'll invite Skylight booksellers on the podcast to recommend books, talk about their careers, and imagine what the future of bookselling might look like. 
While you wait for all that good stuff, you can check out our Instagram for new short video readings by C. Pam Zhang, Catherine Scanlon, Rebecca Dinerstein-Knight, Huli Delgado-Lopera, and Nguyen Phan Kemai. I also recommend dipping into our extensive audio archive of past in-store events. Some of our staff favorites include Gia Tolentino, Akweke Amezi, Garth Greenwell, Hanif Abdurakib, Brandon Taylor, Lydia Yuknovich, and Chani Nicholas. Thank you so much for listening and for all your support. We hope you'll stay tuned. My name is Lane Goldzer. I'm a librarian and bookseller at Skylight Books. I love queer fiction. I'm going to talk about Cantoras by Carolina de Robertis, my favorite book I've read lately. It's about five friends who are lesbians in Uruguay during the military dictatorship in the 70s, and it's amazing. Cantoras is a slang word for lesbian that was used at the time in Uruguay and means woman singer. This group of friends are also lovers and exes and find ways to support each other under brutal conditions. This novel is a perfect read to remind you that we can get through hard times. It's uplifting and beautiful while also telling suppressed histories in a way that feels relatable. In the book, the idea of singing and using your voice is contrasted against the theme of silence, the forced silence of straight life, but also the other layers of oppression, censorship, and fear that accumulate during a dictatorship. Against this background, you have these beautiful friendships that span generations. There are also tensions around survival and navigating family struggles, as this group of friends support each other while figuring out ways to be lesbians at a time when it was not accepted. The women all have their own lives, but they come together at a beach house that they return to over the years. The space and freedom that they have on the beach is contrasted with all the other ways their lives are controlled. This is a beautiful novel about survival under harsh conditions, and I highly recommend it. Some other books that I would recommend right now, Delayed Rays of a Star by Amanda Coe, an amazing queer historical fiction that has been haunting me for weeks, and also this brilliant hybrid memoir by Stephen Van Dyke, People I've Met from the Internet. Hello, I'm Sydney. I'm a bookseller here at Skylight Books. Um, like many of you, I've been reading a lot more in quarantine. Um, one book that I read recently that I really enjoyed was The Perfect Nanny by Leila Slimani. I would say it belongs to the same genre of work popularized by um, authors such as Gillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl and Sharp Objects, Claire Fuller, who wrote Bitter Orange, Paula Hawkins, Girl on the Train, and it even has some film-like elements for movies such as Repulsion and Fatal Attraction. Um, so essentially, The Perfect Nanny is the story of one woman's unraveling. It's not, you know, necessarily a new story, um, really, but it relies on many familiar contemporary touchstones, such as the impossible demands placed on women um, in the face of motherhood, uh, isolation, social isolation, wealth disparity, gender and race divisions, as well as the intersection of all these elements. So in the story, a couple, Miriam and Paul, Miriam is a half French, half Moroccan woman who is a lawyer. Um, Paul is a music uh, industry executive. They're upper middle class Parisians who have two children, Mila and Adam. Um, in the beginning, uh, we are confronted with Miriam's battle with motherhood with the expectations she had for herself, the expectations that she would be nothing but happy and maternal and warm. 
And this clashes really painfully with uh, the reality of being a mother, um, the reality of the exasperation, exhaustion, and uh, tedium um, that can come with motherhood. Um, and how despite all of this, she's still consumed by this, this all-consuming love and loyalty for her children. So Slimani is making it evident from the beginning that motherhood is essentially a contradiction in terms. And that's sort of the premise that we, we go from. And then simultaneously, we're met with the father who shrinks from fatherhood um, in a rather cliche fat fashion that he's aware of. Um, he thinks of his youth, um, and as Slimani puts it, uh, sees the expanse and possibility and view of his world shrinking, um, sort of like this manly manifest destiny um, worldview that's made small through responsibility and similar, similarly to Miriam, an unconditional love. Um, so when Miriam decides to go back to work, they hire a nanny, Louise, who's described as delicate, doll-like, petite, and she's also a white French woman, um, which, you know, plays a subtle role in the story. I wouldn't say it's, um, you know, the, the cool thing is Slimani's not too um, heavy-handed with any of the points she tries to make. It's very subtle, um, and a lot of the tension she creates is very subtle. And so you have these threads that interweave, and, and there's not one that she plucks on um, more strongly than the other, but they all sort of weave together to create this really um, amazing tension. And so Louise, the nanny, um, has a somewhat opaque and mysterious background, um, but she is introduced to us as a zealous and perfect nanny, as the title says. Um, and so what I like about the structure is the way we begin with the climax. The story opens with the climax and we work um, backwards through the unraveling. Um, I thought that the tension between the act of violence that Louise commits in the first page, not a spoiler because it happens on the first page, and the vision of her as a devoted doting nanny, um, I found the contrast between those two things to be the sustaining tension of the book because um, you, you're, you're introduced to this character, you're introduced to the story with this act of complete horror and then the person that we're introduced to is just this vision of perfection um you know throughout the course of the book not a ton happens in terms of like huge plot points but Flamani I I felt has this sort of Ferrante Elena Ferrante-esque ability to dissect you know seemingly unremarkable moments um sort of expand them and dive into them and 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 like un like dig in and like grab the meat out of those moments that that reveal a character that that develop a character that reveals their motivations in just the blink of an eye um it's astounding and um i found it to be really quite an accomplishment and really quite a joy to read um closing thoughts uh after i finished the book um one thing that stood out to me the most is that i feel like if i were a mother or a parent um, or a guardian of some sort, this book might read a lot differently, um, that my reaction to some of the characters might been might have been um, very different. But um, overall, if you're looking for a juicy page turner that is also thoughtful and critical and reflective, uh, definitely read The per uh, Perfect Nanny. Um, so thank you, stay safe, stay sane, and happy reading. Thank you for listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. Please don't forget to visit our website at skylightbooks.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more author talks and bookseller conversations. 
You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Stay safe and healthy, and we hope to see you back in our store soon. I see.